have a nice day. Hey, beautiful. It's July 17th, 2021. Welcome to have a nice day. We are the perfect amount of chocolate. Mm-hmm. I'm Kyle Getz here with my friend, Mike Johnson. Hey. Hey, how's it going? Good. Thanks. Good. Uh, I'm I'm stuck on perfect amount of chocolate because I like the limit does not exist. Mean girl style. As far as <laughs> okay, I, I didn't intend to mean you're, we're a giant fridge full of chocolate, but that's fine with me. Um, you're gonna tell us about a nonprofit that you love. We're doing a nonprofit. I love it, and I love this one. Um, uh, we got an email from somebody, and uh, oh, she says we can use her name. We got an email from Sarah Olson to have a nice gaypod at gmail.com, and she says, um, Hey, team, since I'm here, let me say thank you for the podcast. I love listening. I laugh, I cry, I learn, and I always leave feeling edified by having been in your company. Oh, that's really sweet. Thank you. Uh, this isn't a big overarching nonprofit like you shared today. Um, well, But I think it's worth sharing. A free membership, volunteer-run queer library in Minneapolis, St. Paul. So their website is qlibrary.org, which I thought might be cute if that stood for queerlibrary.org. It does not. It stands for Quatrefoil Library. Um, But but, if it helps you remember, you can pretend like it stands for queer. Exactly. qlibrary.org. And uh, so their their homepage says, uh, Quatrefoil Library began in a closet. And much (laughs) like many of its patrons, it's burst out in a blaze of rainbows and glitter. Oh, my God. It's now a public space, open to all, and tons of queer literature has been saved from erasure, preserved by the volunteers who keep the library going. Uh, the intentional destruction of literature is nothing new. Books have often been destroyed as a way to erase groups from history. Even today, queer literature is one of the most commonly targeted. Mm. Q Library is protecting these stories, allowing generations young and old to see themselves represented. Not just a library. Uh, I, I think it's it's a really great idea, and, and Minneapolis is so lucky to have that uh that resource available to the queer community yeah um it wasn't until like seeing this email and looking at this like i don't often think a specific library for queer literature like that holding up space specifically for us and our stories is so important and something i just don't think about that often so that's incredible that there are people that are yeah yeah absolutely you know um minneapolis is a big uh, fairly liberal city so i don't mean to say that uh, it, that it isn't. But uh, I had a friend recently visit from Montana and uh, we went to a bookstore in Seattle in the Gaberhood and uh, it's uh, Elliott Bay Books and they have an entire wall, huge, giant, tall, 10 foot ceilings wall of queer books in there. And uh, he was saying back home in Montana, we have like half of a shelf. <laughs> so uh, it just it, it goes to show that like collecting these things in a place where people have access to them really does matter. Yeah. And uh, it's it's kind of an experience being a queer person and seeing that there's so much out there that you can read and enjoy and learn about. Yeah. That's awesome. That's so cool. Well, thank you for sending that in, Sarah. We really, really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Um, if you have a uh, nonprofit I Love It idea, uh, send it over to us at haveanicegaypod at gmail.com. You can follow us on social media at haveanicegaypod or visit our website at haveanicegay.com. Um, tomorrow we are going to talk about a, mo- a moment from gay history. Yeah. So join us for that. Uh, until tomorrow, have a nice gay, Mike. Have a nice gay, Kyle. Have a nice day.